your body has an amazing response to laughter. It increases your blood flow. It increases your heart health and it reduces pain and improves your immune function. Welcome to Habits and Humor, where you come to make serious progress without taking life too seriously. This podcast shows how we can use embarrassing moments as empowering tools to help us create powerful daily habits and enjoy life at the same time. I'm Susie B., author and creator of Life Conscious and master of all things embarrassing. This is Habits and Humor. Come to laugh, stay to learn, choose to live. Today, we're going to talk about something a little bit different. We are moving into our segment of mental health habits. And what I want you guys to think about this series is your mental health. Obviously, mental health is so crucially important. And there are so many of us who struggle with this. We do not take enough time and enough care on this part of our lives. And it ends up affecting every single part of our lives. If you struggle with fear, it holds you back from doing the thing you need to do in your business. If you struggle with self-doubt, it holds you back from being the parent you know you need to be. If you struggle with just the ability to believe in yourself, it holds you back from everything. So this week, this series, this mini series in the podcast, I want you guys to really, truly focus in on your mental health. And if this starts to become something that you're like realizing, okay, this is something I need to focus more on, please, 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 I beg of you, take these habits into your life and use them. Start today. Mental health is so crucially important and it is so incredibly powerful that when you take the time, it absolutely will change everything. I talked to you guys last week about my journey through postpartum depression and how these simple habits made all the difference. I promise you this simple system, one, two, three habits works. And it works exceptionally well with your mental health because it helps you simplify. It helps you quiet the noise that is in your mind and do the things that help you, that help you to be yourself, to be focused on what it is that you actually need in your life. One of those mental health habits that really, truly serves me, one of my very, very favorite mental health habits is the habit of laughter. Often people don't think about laughter when they think about mental health because mental health is such a serious topic and laughter is the opposite end of the spectrum from serious. But I want to talk to you today about how laughter can actually be one of the most beneficial things you can do for your mental health and how it actually really, really is incredibly powerful in healing and helping you to keep that mental health, to maintain that mental health and to build it in the first place. If this is a place that you're really, really struggling, laughter can be an instant change for you. I'm going to give you some of the statistics on the benefits of laughter really quickly. One minute of laughter burns as many calories as 10 minutes of walking. (laughs) You understand this? Walking at a good, solid pace for 10 minutes is the same number of calories burned as one minute of laughter. Just think about that for a minute. One minute. In one minute, you can give yourself some serious, serious benefit. One minute. How much effort does it take to laugh for one minute? doesn't take very much effort. At the end of this episode, of course, I'll give you three amazing habits to help you increase the access and exposure you have to laughter in your life. But for now, we're going to talk about some more benefits. Um, The second benefit I want to talk to you about is oxygen flow. Mental health is 
so related or so closely tied to oxygen flow. If your brain is not getting the oxygen it needs, it does not get the nutrients, the balance, and the hormone flow that it needs in order for you to maintain that chemical balance that gives you that stabilized mental health. Mental health issues come from an imbalance in your brain, and oxygen is one of the fastest ways to eliminate that imbalance, to counterbalance whatever is going on in there that is causing all of these issues. Oxygen flow is so, so important. And one of the most immediate benefits of oxygen flow, of increasing your oxygen, is mood. It changes your mood, mood enhancement. If you're feeling down, if you're feeling stressed, if you're feeling overwhelmed, increasing oxygen will immediately make you feel just a little bit better. Number three, laughter instantly releases your happy hormones. Like I talked about, those chemical imbalances in your brain. There are four of your happy hormones, the hormones that keep you in that positive mood stabilization. And those four hormones are immediately released when you are laughing. Laughter has the power to release all four at once. Usually they come in a sequence and you have to do certain things in order to release all four of them. But when you laugh, it releases all four at once simultaneously. Have you ever noticed this? When you laugh and then you take that breath at the end when you go, oh, there's just a little bit of relaxation and that sense of contentment. That is what happens after the fourth one is released. So that's how you know that all four have been released is that feeling of contentment. The next thing, the next benefit of laughter is that laughter is contagious. If you want to increase the level of happiness of the people around you, give yourself and give them permission to laugh. Now there is a caveat here. Be aware that there are two different ways that laughter can go with other people. If you hear somebody laughing across the room, you immediately think one of two things. You think, okay, what are they laughing about? I want to know because I want to laugh too. Or are they laughing at me? There are two different responses that we have to laughter in different situations. One of those is that immediate connection with somebody else in a positive experience where you want to know you want in on whatever is making people laugh. The other one is a separated disconnect where you don't want to connect with the people around you and you think, okay, now this is all about me. They're laughing at me. Obviously, that is the negative response to laughter. So there's two different ways you can go. And I encourage you to take control of that space between stimulus and response and make the choice to connect with the people around you. I've talked about this before on the show about how you can use embarrassing moments to open yourself up and give the people around you and yourself permission to laugh, or you can feel small and feel disconnected and want to disappear. That shame and that pain, it's entirely up to you and your attitude about the situation. Of course, there's always going to be times when humor and laughter is, is in fact inappropriate, but most of the time, a helpful joke, a positive giggle, a something in a positive direction can lighten the mood. I'll tell you a story about lightening the mood with a little bit of laughter and how laughter is contagious. So when my husband's grandmother passed away several years ago and our oldest was three years old at the time, three or four. We took her to the viewing and the funeral. Obviously, we wanted to be there with the family to support. And my husband's family, who was grieving and in mourning, obviously, we wanted to be there to support and to say our goodbyes to our grandma. And this was my daughter's first experience at something like this. And so I was trying to warn her and just prepare her like, you're about to see your grandmother's body, but she's not, you know, she's not with us anymore. She's, she's dead. And so how do I describe this to a four-year-old without being traumatic? So I was trying to do this in a positive way that 
okay, honey, we're going to go in here and uh, we're going to see grandma's body, but she's in heaven. Now we're just going to, we're going to say our goodbyes to grandma for now. And we'll see her when we, when we get to heaven. And she's like, okay, a little bit confused. And so we go into the viewing and it's an open casket and she's there and she's, and she's laying there in the, in the casket and her body is there. And I bring my daughter and I lift her up so that she can see grandma. And I'm like, okay, we're just going to go over and, and we'll say goodbye to grandma now. And we walk over and it's this room full of people, full of loved ones that we care about. And, and the mood is obviously a somber mood. And I'm a little bit nervous. I'm not going to lie. I was a little bit anxious. I'm like, oh, how is this going to go down? What's she going to do? How's this going to go? And uh, so we get over to the casket and she looks in and her eyes get real big. And she goes, bye, grandma. <laughs> it was the cutest thing ever. It was so precious. And she just, uh, this sweet little girl just had I mean and then everyone in the room just had a little giggle like it wasn't like a boisterous laughter thing where everyone broke out laughing like we were at a comedy show but just a little smile brought to everybody's faces because of my daughter's little bit of humor just a little bit of laughter can go so far can lift people's spirits if you want to increase the happiness of the people around you give them something positive to laugh about give them something to smile about and if you laugh, then they are more likely to laugh. Let's talk about embarrassing moments again for a second. If you're in an embarrassing moment and you feel embarrassed, everyone around you tries to hold back their laughter because they don't want to hurt you. However, if you laugh first, you give them permission to laugh. And suddenly you all have this positive connection with the situation. It no longer has power over you. Those embarrassing moments only have power over you if you let them. If instead you choose to laugh at yourself and give the people around you also permission to laugh, it completely changes what has just happened. It, can cha it changes who is in control of the situation. So I encourage you to laugh at yourself and give your permission to connect to the people around you because laughter is contagious. I'll give you another example of how laughter is contagious. So they, my family used to go to this restaurant when we were kids and it was kind of a it was just in an older building and it was a diner feel. And it, I mean, it was just, it was, it wasn't the nicest of all the restaurants in the world, but we would go there because they had yummy food. And uh, anyway, every time we went there, there was this man there that had this unbelievable laugh. He had this low belly laugh that was like, oh, 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 like Santa Claus. It was so funny. We never actually saw him because we were always in the other room, but we could always hear him. His laugh carried throughout the entire restaurant. I don't know if he like worked there or if he just went there every single day, the same time we did somehow. But I swear every time we went there or almost every time he was there and he was laughing and it would always make us laugh. We have no idea what he was laughing about. We don't even know who this guy is, but simply his laugh, the sound of his laugh made all of us laugh and it just made us happy. I have very fond memories of that restaurant because of that man, because of the laughing man. We called him the laughing man. Another example of laughter, of just encouraging people to laugh, is when you, how laughter can be contagious, is what I call the church giggles. <laughs> You've forgotten the church giggles, where you, something makes you laugh in a place where you're supposed to be reverent and quiet. And when you try to stifle that laugh, what happens? Your whole body like starts to shake and you start to, your tears start to, I mean, it's just hilarious how this happens. Your body wants to laugh. It's a positive physical, physical response. And if you try to stifle that laughter, usually it ends up worse. You usually just start to laugh even harder because laughter is meant to be experienced. And I just encourage you not to hold back. And the final benefit of laughter that I meant to talk to you guys about was laughter is healing. 
laughter has the power to heal. And next week we'll talk with Steve Solberg, who is a professional comedian. And he talks about how laughter is, has such a powerful ability to heal. You can learn more about that next week. It has the power to heal. It has the power to connect. And physiologically, your body is, your body loves laughter. Your body has an amazing response to laughter. It increases your blood flow. It increases your heart health and it reduces pain and improves your immune function. So you can physically fight disease with laughter. It is so powerful, you guys. You want to be healthier, but you don't have the time or the budget. Good news. I created a personal training app to solve those exact problems. Mobile Personal Trainer is for you if you want consistent results designed specifically for you by me, your personal trainer. Daily accountability and results that last a lifetime come from one-to-one personal training sessions as often as you like, plus daily workouts and habit tracking right on your phone to keep it readily accessible and simple. You don't need a fancy gym or hours a day or a huge budget to get top quality training. Visit suzybhabits.com to have me, your personal trainer, with you all day, every day to help you get healthy and stay healthy, no matter your schedule or your budget. Mobile Personal Trainer. No matter where, no matter when, no matter what. DM me at suzybhabits or visit suzybhabits.com. That's S-U-Z-I-B habits.com. So your three habits for this week that I want you to walk away with are three ways that you can increase laughter in your life. Increase laughter in your life. The first one is listen to comedians. Like I talked about next week, I interview a comedian, Steve Solberg. These guys are professionals. They spend their time coming up with ways to make you laugh. And then they put this out on the internet so that you can enjoy it. There are Netflix specials that you can watch. Tons of comedians have a Netflix special. There are podcasts. There are radio stations. I listen to a Spotify station and I just say, play this comedian. And then it comes up with other comedians that are similar to that comedian. And I just laugh for hours and hours and hours. This is one of my very favorite mental health habits. When I'm doing something that I like weeding the garden or mindless chores, folding laundry, things like that, I'll just pop in my earbud and listen to comedians because they just make me laugh. You can make chores so much more fun by just having a comedian talking to you in your head while you do it or turning on Netflix special and watching those comedians. They're so good at what they do and they're so funny. I'll drop some names of some of my favorites right now. Steve Solberg, who's on the show next week, uh, Brian Regan, Nate Bargatze, Jim Gaffigan, Fluffy. There's so many. I love all of these comedians. Ryan Hamilton. Anyway, we could go on all day. Check them out. Dry Bar Comedy is another one that is clean comedy. And I love that it's a whole comedy station. So you can just have that. I just encourage you to listen to comedians because they're really good at what they do and they will instantly make you laugh. The second habit for improving your mental health with laughter is to not hold back. Don't hold back. Like I said before, your body doesn't want you to hold back a laugh because then you start to shake and you start to cry and the whole thing happens. (laughs) Don't hold back your laugh. Don't be embarrassed of what your laugh sounds like or be self-conscious about it. Just allow yourself to laugh. Enjoy it. And realize that when you laugh, it gives permission to the people around you to laugh. Again, that caveat, make sure that you're laughing in a positive way and not laughing at someone, but rather laughing with someone or laughing. You can laugh at yourself because you gave yourself permission. Make sure that your laughter is a positive experience for both you and the people around you. Laughter can definitely be a detriment and can definitely be a way to hurt people. But as long as you are not going into it with that intent, it almost never will happen. Like even the laughter at a funeral. I mean, how inappropriate is it to laugh at a funeral? But because of the situation and because of the sweetness of my daughter's intent, 
Everybody had a good laugh about it. And it was a positive experience. The intent is what matters. And then number three, habit number three is just fill your life with more laughter. Fill your life with things that make you smile, things that make you happy. I have several things on my Facebook feed, on my social media that I am a part of that just make me laugh. In two weeks or in a couple of weeks, I interviewed a comedian named Lisa David Olson, and she has a group on Facebook called Counterclockwise. And it's 100%. The entire group is just funny memes that make people laugh. I love this group. Things like this, like it just shows up in my feed and makes me laugh. Fill your life with things that make you laugh. Tell stories, share jokes in the grocery store line. Just fill yourself, fill your life with things that make you laugh. One of the things that I do as a parent, this is like my golden gem of parenting. This is one of my favorite things that I do is I have what's called the comic books. And when my kids say or do something funny, I'll just jot it down in a Google document and keep it in a little book for them. And so now, I mean, this takes 10 seconds at a time, you know, once a week or so. And I now have an entire book, pages and pages and pages of things for my kids to laugh at. These hilarious stories of things that they have done. And we'll reread them and we'll go over them and we'll talk about them again. And the kids just love it. They love it. So not only did these funny things happen once, but we're filling our lives with them because we're remembering them. We're rereading them, retelling these stories and reliving these experiences. The power of laughter is so beautiful. Use it, embrace it, love it, and fill your life with laughter with these three mental health habits. Laughter is one of the strongest ways that I personally know you can improve your personal mental health. It is scientifically proven, but I know through my own experience, laughter is such a positive way to just increase what the chemicals are doing in your mind because those are so, so impactful in your life. And if you could just add a little bit of laughter every single day as a habit, something you look forward to, something you fill your life with, what you think about, you will find. If you're looking for humor and you're looking for things, mental health, things that make you laugh, you will find them. I encourage you to take the time, form the habits and improve your mental health with laughter. Thanks for joining us today on the Habits and Humor podcast, where you come to laugh and learn and then take action. If you're loving what we're doing here, take action and join the conversation in the Habits and Humor Facebook community or follow me on Instagram at Suzy B. Life, where you'll find workouts, recipes, things that make you laugh and other simple tips and habit hacks to make your life simpler, happier and healthier. And hey, if you're ready to maximize your progress with minimal time and effort, Head to suzybhabits.com to learn about my brand new mobile personal trainer app that makes it possible for you to stay consistent and get results daily, no matter where you live, how crazy your schedule, or how tight your budget may be. Until next time, go make some serious progress, but don't take life too seriously. I'm Susie B, and this is Habits and Humor. Come to laugh, stay to learn, choose to live.